Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and beer makes us climax. <laughs> no, I'm, Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys. And this week we are reading Fifty Shades Freed by E.L. James. And starting with a cider, actually. Cider? I barely know her. Well, he gets in cider already. <laughs> this is the from the Brooklyn Cider House. It's a hard cider. And it's called Raw because Christian is really hitting that shit raw in this book. It smells so, like, tart. I'm glad this came in a giant bottle. It would just obliterate the rest of our night. Yeah. That's, well, that's, really, that's a really great cider. It really it does taste like it's like a fresh-pressed kind of thing, you know? Like, that's juice. Oh, yeah. That's juice right, it's, in, the, it's also right in the mouth. It's also so sour. Is like, it sour or tart? I'm not getting any of that. I mean, uh, maybe like a hint, but was the sweet part at the top of the bottle? Because this is <laughs> really tart. It is tarter than other ciders we've had, certainly. Yeah, maybe that's it. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. So this is Fifty Shades of Grey. This is our number three Valentine's Day episode. The Triumvirate. The third part in the series, this is our return of the Jedi, if the Jedi was <laughs> covered in cum. If you haven't it's yet, more like Revenge of the Shith. <laughs> uh, if you haven't already, you should definitely this is check Rise out of our... the Skycocker. <laughs> <laughs> you should definitely check out our earlier episodes on Fifty Shades 1 and because 2. Because they're hilarious. They're, I've, I've listened, I mean, and I know I'm very how biased, could you possibly funny. understand the plot of this book if you didn't know the other ones? I know, because Christian Gray's got something in his pants that is the size of Baby Yoda, but it's not. Uh, uh, we're doing like Star Wars full, jokes, fuck. Full-size full Yoda. It's Chewbacca, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Chewcaca. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the worst. Well, that's what he wants her to do. He's like, a little he more teeth. A little more teeth there. Oh, cock, not cock out like poop. Okay, that's worse. We're not children, this isn't the Jimmy. Ju- this isn't the, this isn't the, maybe this Be was the, a little mature. Uh, maybe it was the German book. I don't know. Get your head out of the gutter. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, we're reading this smut. So this piece of shit starts <laughs> with their honeymoon when they... Oh, but yeah. it, star- it starts, you know, in, in media res like great, uh, great novels always do. And they bounce back and forth. Between their like honeymoon, like them titties do. <laughs> oh, I've got some. There's some lines about titties I got questions about. Oh, there's, 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 I also have highlighted a few. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I took more notes on this than anything I read in graduate I wrote school. Down, <laughs> I wrote down a lot. I've I've got a lot of questions and a lot of comments <laughs> through this fine work of titterature, uh, cliterature. Oh. There, it's what Even, it is. It's better. That's better. <laughs> Let's just point out before we get into what happens that, okay, Christian and Anastasia, they've literally known each other six weeks at this point. It's been, it's been several months, but they were a, together three months or something like two that. weeks, or was it three weeks, they were when together, they decided they, together, they wanted to get married? That was the end of the second book, and they, they were together this, like This two is effectively weeks. maybe three months after the beginning of the first book. Jesus. 
So no, they were together for they were long. together for a few weeks, and then they were not together for a few weeks, and they got back together for a few oh, weeks. Oh yeah, that's right. So uh, keep, keep, try and try and keep up, Nate. Yeah, okay. try and keep up. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but a anyway, very convoluted there plot. is a like gap in time between the end of the first book where they decide we're going to get married, and the beginning of yeah. the book two. Uh, we, book two. Sorry, be, end of the second book where they decide they're going to get married, and the beginning of the third book when they're on their honeymoon. In and but Europe but it jumps it jumps back. To their wedding throughout, because yeah. I, there's some there's some beautiful wedding lines I've got questions about. It, it, it does it does fill it in in flashbacks. This is the book where E.L. James really reached her peak writer ability, which is to say, uh, it's like if a Chihuahua who is learning English as a second language wrote a book. <laughs> <laughs> I would just say it's more like if a uh, a forest of trees fell down on a typewriter. <laughs> this and is all what those was trees, <laughs> and all the trees were metaphors for for erections, for big fucking meaty cocks. As they just as if a train of Chippendales, you just gave each 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 one of them gave the keyboard a thwap. So I mean, like, we, we could we could like go through the finer points of the plot, but you know, fuck that because it's, it's basically again, it's meaningless. So stupid. It's basically meaningless. No, like, this, this, like, has, this has the, the most plot book. of any of the books. Okay, but it has the, the most the, useless plot. At the end, it when it turns into like an action movie, it has some oh, plot. Man, yes, but I have thoughts about for him. a big part of the uh, the middle, the, big, the middle, the big three fifths is useless for for a big part of the plot. It's really like they're fucking. And then they're bickering. They're fucking, and then they're bickering. Yeah, because they're, they're fucking, both terrible they're people. They're terrible, and they're sending each other terrible emails. You know what? It that took them takes too it much took, of the it book. took them a long up. time to get back. And I wrote it down like finally the emails are back, but it took a while. There's actually one point where they send emails back and forth with the same subject, and that actually bothered me fucking more because they're not because tra- they're it, not trying. It doesn't have the re in front of it, like it's if it's a fucking response. It just is. They, they I only sent no, you an email she, back deleted, with the same they subject. Deleted, they deleted it and then rewrote the subject of the same. That's outrageously dumb. So they they pick up on their honeymoon where that they're is the worst they're, part of they're this book. gallivanting through Europe, but it hops back and forth between their uh, beautiful honeymoon where they're on a, a yacht and running around <laughs> Europe, and they're going Listening back to their to wedding. Buena Vista Social Club. Oh, of course, and banging on every part of the boat. And I like this part where they they said. They were trying to figure out the wedding, and Anna just wants a small wedding, just friends and family. Yes, that's what weddings generally are. That's not true. I mean, I feel like, yes, it should be. I mean, if you're a billionaire, sure, but he has no friends and almost no family, and neither does she. It's true, but he is a business Besides guy, Jose. so he has lots of friends. But he has he has no friends. Well, Jose has a quinceanera to go he, to that she, day. She has she has <laughs> she has Kate. She has Kate and Jose. Jose who hits on her at her wedding. Yeah, well, he's he's you know he's Mexican. He can't help it. That's what yeah. we're led to believe. It's because he's a, he has a Latin passion. He is fiery, it's really fiery, pretty thinly veiled. Yes, but so the, the two the two most uninteresting, unsocial people in the world have a wedding where they just want their four or five friends and family at. I think we just got to rewind for a half a second. To oh, the, there's so much to, to the talk dedication. About. Oh, I didn't even read that because where... I wanted, I didn't want to know who she did this to. Oh well, there's a in the dedication she writes, and for my beloved father, Daddy, I miss you every day. <laughs> and that's just like 
that sounds hot. And that's like, that's, that's <laughs> who, who how wants their daughter start. to write this book to them. She dedicated it to her dead dad. Isn't she a Mormon? No, that's that's the Twilight bitch. Okay, sorry, yeah. author. Okay, <laughs> right. Because I was, I, I had a few questions about that throughout this book. I thought she was the Mormon. No, but she's I some. Still... She's a British woman. She's British? T- they're, she... Brit- they're British Mormons. Shh. Oh, they're they're very confused. <laughs> they are. Okay, why are you pouring that? I have a dry should... spot in my throat. I got to get rid of. The... Oh, you won't be dry for long. <laughs> I like it when you're wet. So they have their wedding, and then he's like, let's go on our honeymoon. We're getting on this plane right away. And she's like, and but we're you're using go- company funds. He's like, that's damn right I am, because I own the fucking company. Company C-U-M punny-ness. <laughs> <Com-penis>? Yeah. <laughs> he's the cum-penis. And, and I'm uh, the chairman of this whore. And on the way, <laughs> on the way there, of course, they bang in the airplane, because that's what they do. And she's like, the Mile High Club? I've, I've heard, heard about of this. <laughs> I've read it. There are tales. They tell stories about such a thing. I read an article in the New Yorker. While she's reading the complete works of Charles Dickens. No, no, no. <laughs> That's her no, inner I wrote that goddess. It, her subconscious. Her inner goddess is another character, and her subconscious is another character. Yeah. And her subconscious is always reading the complete works of Charles Dickens, volume one. No, it, it changes to volumes two and three throughout. Oh, later on, yes. But and, it's, and it looks a, up at her with alarm whenever something crazy goes on between the two of them. It's like, you stupid bitch, I should fucking kill you. But let's go have sex. My subconscious looked up at, from me with the complete works of Charles Dickens. Like, oh, that's reasonable. Yeah, that's a good, good choice, Anna. Yeah. There's there's one random part where it's not about oh my my inner goddess looks up startled from her Jackie Collins oh yeah her, her which inner is goddess, trash literature her inner, her inner goddess reads Jackie Collins but her subconscious reads the complete works of Charles Dickens oh, okay. which I was just uh, I was waiting to make a Dickens joke like Dick and because that's what he's given to the Dick no but he's given us this next beer oh well speaking of what they do throughout the whole fucking series. Is this book? They they yeah Beer. they do a the lot of banging. This is called Cherry Banger, which works on a couple levels because you know she was not a virgin. Any, at not anymore. But there's a lot of banging going on, and it works on another level. It's from a twelve and a half percent alcohol imperial stout with cherries, chocolate, and vanilla from Tallinn, Estonia. I don't know how to fucking Tallinn. Is it Tallinn? Tallinn. Isn't that that? Porn actor? Anyway, it's from... Uh, what? No, no, there is. No, it's the guy who writes all her uh, symphonies in the second book. Oh, Thomas Tallis. Yeah. He didn't write symphonies. He wrote ma- like motets. Who the fuck shit. cares? Uh, music majors. Uh, it's from... <laughs> the po- only people more virgin-y than Lord of the Rings fans. <laughs> I have a degree in music. But anyway, it's, it says... Uh, the company's name is like Pujala, but I don't know how to pronounce it. So in my head, it's it was... It's named after the uh, St. Louis Cardinals player, Albert Pujols. Well, that's exactly what I was going for, because he does do some stuff to her poo hole in this book. So there you Just, go. There's some light poo hole action in this. Light. And then it goes away. Like they, they, There's like a one spike of excitement, and then it's back to just you know vanilla. What, for, you know, the one thing I would say about this book is they, they for the first time, they do really have some actual uh, bondage stuff. There was some oh. light stuff in the second one, but... But really only kind of like a little bit. Yeah, there was none in the first... Barely anything. Oh, like they finally get to a little bit in the first, and then she says, "Oh no!" And yeah. they walked out. You know, it, it real, all it was was like he and it was spanked her, and he's like, "I'm done. 
no, fuck this. And now, yeah. you know, three you months. You can keep your Audi. Three months later, she's doing butt plugs and uh, handcuffs. Yeah, he like bangs her till she has welts from the handcuffs, which is for him five pumps. So, what do you think is uh, the stout? Ooh, that is interesting. That's pretty delicious. Tastes like sweet candy. Mm-hmm. Very sweet. Uh, it's only a little bit cherry, which is good because that would be yeah. kind of too strong. So fruit fruit beers better. are always. Uh, I think for stout, it could get lost very easily. Like a big style like this, they could say, "Oh, there's cherry in here," and you're like, "Sure, I believe you." Or it could be overbearing. I think this is kind of nicely in the middle. Yeah, I'm down with this. It's pretty good. I like it. I'm not. This might be the only cherry beer I've ever really enjoyed. Yeah, you don't see too many of them. Yeah. You know, good luck finding this. It's from Estonia. You're not going to see too much of it. I did not smuggle this back in my butthole, though I did go to Estonia two years ago and have some beers from the same brewery there, but not this one. This was just randomly at our beer store me and Nate go to. It just worked out. So another thing on their honeymoon, uh, I just, I just I, we really could just go through and highlight the comments we thought were funny, no, the, the, the text. This is like paragraph one of chapter one. <laughs> my husband... My hot, beautiful husband, shirtless and in cut-off jeans. Because he's a fucking gay man in Miami. He's in cut-off uh, jean shorts. You know what? No the, man wears the, that. For the first part, for the first book in this series, they never mentioned anything hanging off anyone's hips. Oh, there's a lot of that in this. They never his mentioned... pajama pants hang the, off his no, hips. No, no, no. There was no... No one ever said the phrase, they hung off his hips. She says... I checked... She, very thoroughly. She rephrases it very slightly. Like, she's Yoda. She's like, off his hips they hung. <laughs> but this is the part that's more ridiculous. My, his hips my, hung, they did. <laughs> yeah, like my hot, beautiful <laughs> husband with his fucking cut-off denim shorts is reading a book predicting the collapse of the Western banking system. By all accounts, it's a page-turner. I like that he's reading business books. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because his business still doesn't really... There's, there's no sense of what a business actually is. <laughs> it's, it's Except he's buying a shipyard. He's yes. learning about I thought business. he worked in communications. No, no, no. He has everything, and he's buying a shipyard so he can send business from one place to another place. Oh, he's doing business. All about that he's business. Got a, he's got a, he's got a place, place to put his business besides her vagina. But also, which I noticed about that... She never once says vagina, pussy, anything. It's always my, my sex. sex. Yeah, that's what it's I, like. She's not allowed to say it. That's why I thought she might have been a Mormon, which is what confused me. But she. But the thing is, like, I I'm not an expert on erotica, but I would assume the point of it is to be descriptive. I mean, it is very descriptive and pretty explicit. But it's the same descriptions over and over. He enters me. He thrusts. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's, it's not like they, they say, like, they, they're pretty straightforward with everything, but she never, ever says anything other than my sex. But the sex passages are like three paragraphs. They're just every yeah, no, they're, paragraphs. They're dumb, one. and they're frequent. I swear to God, they're every 10 pages in this book. Here, right here. His Out of shorts, 550 pages. 592 is, pages. so many pages, and it's, they fuck so often, and for so short a time. It's like being a teenager again. His shorts fall a little and hang in that way, so his swim trunks are visible beneath. That's talking about his pants hanging from his hips. Yeah, and he's also wearing shorts over his shorts. Yeah, it's like he's, 
He's like wearing like a man burka. <laughs> he can't wear a bathing it's like, suit. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's, his pants are off, but he's got to wear shorts over his shorts. And he wears cut-off jeans over his bathing suit. It was like fucking 1982. What's going he's, on? He's never nude. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Another ridiculous thing. This is just from the fucking honeymoon when they're gallivanting around Europe. My lifetime ambition has been to visit England. First off, that's not an ambition. That's a goal. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Secondly, she's 22. It's also it's an ambition if you're dumb as shit. Uh, she is. <laughs> but he's like, you're the most brilliant, most beautiful woman I've ever met. You could do anything you want. That's why I bought you a business. She oh yeah, we got we got questions about that, but we can't get to that till later. <laughs> so she we we have we will get to that when she gets back to America. But also, like uh, when the first time she talks about her uh, her inner goddess, her uh, sorry, her subconscious reading the books of Charles Dickens, they're gonna fuck, and he's like, "Don't pee." And she's like, "Don't pee." Yeah, how rude. But I'm down with OPP. <laughs> <laughs> and then later, the sentence on is she says. Mr. Orgasmic was using his fine motor sexing skills on me. <laughs> this is like someone who's never had sex writing about it. She's never even never been kissed. <laughs> Drew Barrymore, as a nine-year-old, could write a better sex scene than these. <laughs> I like, he smells good of Christian in the sea because he smells like fucking low time. <laughs> He's got unbelievable escargot farts. It's just, it's, <laughs> He's just ripping fucking it's terrible. It's just <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they're on this yacht and the, the major conflict on their honeymoon is that she has to get used to the lifestyle. And she shows her tits on a beach. Oh, yeah, and he's mad. It's like they're on a nude beach and your fucking regular titties that aren't that great, that's just going to drive everybody wild. But she's the wife of the most important person to ever live. The most important man to ever like tits. He does business. <laughs> All of <laughs> the it. The most He's business. taking care of business and working overtime. <laughs> <laughs> and every other Bachman Turner Overdrive song. <laughs> He definitely gets to work by nine. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you ain't seen n- 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 nothing yet. <laughs> oh, wrong song. Doesn't matter. That's how much I'm working. Is that the same band? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Bach- that's BTO, right? I don't know. I don't know. The fuck knows. Sure, whatever. That's Bachman Turner Overdrive. I don't probably. I have no idea. Not They're to be confused right. with Kathleen Turner Overdrive, <laughs> <laughs> which is actually a real band. <laughs> the greatest name band of all time. Overdrive? I barely know her drive. Kathleen <laughs> Turner Overdrive is the best band name ever. He just... he The honeymoon is this little microcosm for the rest of the book of you seeing... They spend three weeks at sea slash Europe sea. Yeah. Where, you know, he goes... They go to England. They they, they never mention her time in London. Even Doesn't though her, her number one vision was to go to London, and then they don't talk about it. They're At all. About the, <laughs> on the boat where they fuck a bunch, and then they go to the beaches of France so where her where boobs are out. She does Once. something that he makes him mad, and then he becomes a complete psychopath and needs to punish her in the bedroom. By just fucking her missionary style for a minute and a half. And yelling at her. Basically verbal abusing her until until uh, she turns sly and tries to fuck her. So it's an interesting relationship they have. Oh, it's clearly... I mean, it, if it wasn't clear in the first two books, he is a sociopath, horrible, how many dead women are in his basement kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> 
But she starts. So she, the the conflict is the book wants us to understand it though is she has to grapple with the conflict his, is she's too fucking stupid to live. Yes, and he is a an overbearing <laughs> control freak, but he's also the richest dude ever because he makes a trillion dollars a minute. The conflict and, is how she has to trash get, people get through a full book. <laughs> she has to get used to being rich. Oh, what a dilemma. Well, yeah, as as a person reading this, she like, feels bad buying an expensive dress and getting cum on it. <laughs> well, it's you know, it's not a big deal, you know, um for him. He's just got a dick the size of an oil drum, so he's, he's not he's fine with it. But she wants to she wants to have her own career even though she's 22 and she's dumb as Fucking all shit. But she's I too. Mean, but she doesn't want to run the business. If there's if there's one thing I will give this, she is fresh out of college. She was an assistant when at the, a hardware when, store. When the books started, she yeah, got this. She got, store, yeah, she got this. But she got this gig at a publishing house, being an assistant. Sure, that's reasonable. And then it jumps ahead. One month, and now she is the in charge, the president of this. You know, that's not how that works. And even, even she's like, This is dumb. I shouldn't be doing this. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, oh, finally, some self awareness. But, but he's I'll such a do lunatic. it anyway. Yes, if she doesn't do it, he'll beat her with his dick. Well, because he's got a dick that he could windmill around himself like a skippet. <laughs> his a- helicopter is just his dick. That's the, well, what's the name of the helicopter? Like the, Charlie Tango. Charlie Tango. CT. Cock tank. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Cunt torture. Ooh, that's that's what it is. Yep. Let's have another beer. Speaking of beer, let's have a beer. Uh oh yeah, we're still on the honeymoon, aren't we? Well, they have the honeymoon beer. and eventually they you know they're fighting a lot. And she has this line which I thought was really hilarious. You know, he's you know, he's almost bipolar in his uh interaction with her where he's Freaking out like a psychopath, angry at her, and then they are fucking like two seconds later, and she says, "And but they're eating at the same time." It's like, "What's going on? What's going on?" You know, will I ever understand this man? Hmm, this creme brulee is delicious. <laughs> it's like, yep, that's about the right amount of thought to put into this book. We're not going to question anything. And speaking of delicious creme brulee, let's have a beer. So this, I'm excited. This is, as a big boy, one of the biggest we've ever had. Oh, this is the one? This is called... Thick Boy? Big Ass Money Stout. (laughs) I feel like we had this one the other ones. We never had this one. Really? From Lervig, which is, I think, in... I want to say Norway. Denmark? Denmark. One of those, those, you know, countries of happy people. And uh, where's Stavanger? Where's that? I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. I actually went there. I don't remember... I was really drunk. An evil twin, seventeen point two percent. Picture is all. Stout. The picture is all pizza and money. Big ass money. I actually had. They made two versions of this. There's the the Lervinger, whatever the fuck they're called, stout version, and there's the evil twin. This one you can find a little more easily every so often. They're both quite interesting. Seventeen percent. Point two. Jesus Christ. Seventeen and a fifth of percent. Ooh. You don't taste it. That's this is the kind of beer that'll kill you. It's really quite delicious. Seventeen percent. Yeah, that's a big boy. That's not okay. Doesn't taste like it's almost a one fifth alcohol, one fifth pure alcohol. Yeah, that's that's like wine strength. 
This is stronger it's than stronger wine. Than this wine. is like yeah. port wine strength. I thought wine was like 20. I thought it was like 14, 15. Wine, like most okay. wines are in the 13 to 15 range. I port is like closer wine. to 18 usually. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's a, a big boy. That's a dangerous bitch. That is chocolatey. That's a huge bitch. It is a huge <laughs> bitch. It's a big ass mm. bitch. It's a big ass stout. <laughs> it's almost as big as his cock. So they do the... they. They do the honeymoon, and then they go back to work, blah, 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 and they have all these Oh, the, well, the, the, first, the issue is like she doesn't want to change her name at work, where he, she works for him. He, yeah. cle- <laughs> he clearly, he clearly <laughs> views her as knows. property. Yes, yes, he does. He 100% is all about her. Like She I, doesn't understand what it's like to be a trophy bride. <laughs> yeah. just, just accept it, dude. Like This is what you treated. Even though he's like a 28-year-old billionaire. Yeah, but he's a he's a lunatic. Oh no, he's a he's a nightmare. a nightmare. And he's mad at her constantly. Half the book, though, by the way, is her just going, "Oh, he's so hot. He's so handsome. He's so hot and sexy." But he's a trash. I'm so bitch. lucky. How did I get so lucky? Or it's him going doing the equivalent. It's really weird. It really. I did like this one thing where he, uh, she asked like, "If you want," he's like, "Do you want to take pictures of me?" In this, you know, oh, I had sex, a in, in, in a sex way, and uh, he's he's confused at first. She's like, "Normally, these photos have been an insurance policy," which you were basically saying, "Those photos are only used for blackmail." Do you, do you want me to do that? Yeah, those are just for those <laughs> smuts I banged out. Like if they ever spoke about a thing, I would ruin their lives. That's exactly what they're for. Why would you want me to? Do? I don't want to ruin your life. I was like, no, that's my husband. He would never. That's a normal thing for people to say. And she's like, oh, silly me. Ha, 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 ha. I'm a stupid bitch. That's that's after she buys him the camera. For his butt pictures. And and she's like, what do I get the man who has everything? I know. It's 2012. I'll get him a digital camera. Those will never go out of style. And then she buys him a, a nice Nikon. And she has to call up Jose for, I think, the only time he's really in the book. No, after no, the no, he comes he, back he, later. He comes yeah, back yeah. later in the entire middle, which is useless. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I was I was reading fast there, but she calls him up and he wakes up and like, "Hola, mommy," because <laughs> he's he's like has to speak like he's on a telenovela. He's like, "I need your help." What is it? How can I help you? Like, I need to buy a camera. And he's like, "Ay, caramba!" <laughs> and then that's the whole scene with him, and she buys him a camera. So the first time, and he takes I, pictures of her when she's asleep. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of pictures of her asleep, and she finds him, and she's like, that's not creepy. That's normal. That's fine. That's love. He's so romantic. I'm, I'm 22. Whatever. I know what love is. <laughs> she's like foreigner. She's like, I want to know what love is. So the, fir- the first me. time that he complains about her not having changed her name is... It's an email. He emails her, and he emails, you know, Annas, Anna Gray at, you know, publishingcunts.com. <laughs> Uh, and it's the morning Punished of things. her first day back at work. Yes, he has no no shame. And it's act. like no, 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 it's not just that. They took off for their honeymoon, the afternoon of the wedding, and were gone for three weeks. When would she have gotten a name change? Wait, they had a fucking afternoon wedding. They're well, billionaires. They could even, get a Saturday night. Even if it's the next day. When does she have time to fill out a name change thing? They left. They get back from the honeymoon. The next day she goes to work. It's like, why haven't you changed your fucking name, you stupid bitch? It's like, oh, you he's want, so funny. Have, <laughs> I want you to have my name. 
Tell your IT guys to change their fucking name. I'll fire his ass. Yeah. yeah. That's really what happens. And now you're the president of this company. He's like, I shouldn't do that. Like, you can do anything. Like, I can't do this, though. I've nev- I have worked in this field for about two weeks, in which time yeah. you fired my boss. Jack Hyde, the man with fucking... <laughs> does he have a oh, no, photographic no. memory? Oh, I've got questions about that later. That I've got questions about that later. That's great. But, um, That's great. <laughs> so through, throughout this book, there are, they're, still, they're still worried about the person who has uh, hijacked or, or sabotaged Charlie Tango, the helicopter, and they never Which found him. a stripper name. Yes. And she never found him. But then, you know, they eventually find uh, CCTV footage of someone trying to sabotage the building or trying to get into it. And they burn the server room. Yeah. But I don't know what that fucking could mean. And... They sh- she, he shows her the, the footage of the cameras, and she's like, oh, that's Jack Hyde. And he's angry at her because she knows what he looks like. It's like, oh, so you just know him by looking at him. You know what his jaw and his shoulders and his face look like. It's like, yeah, he was my boss. I worked for him for like a month. It's like, oh, you fucking bitch. How dare you? Know you know what your boss looks like. You've been looking at the floor. <laughs> you, Yeah. <laughs> it's basically what happens, yeah. It's so also they make sandwiches. His favorite food, I just noticed this now reading this again the notes. His favorite food is subs. Like subs and doms. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I never thought about that. <laughs> well, I had I had a really dumb joke <laughs> or well, later or when dominoes. When later on the uh the the old the chuta doms. Oh, subs, that'd be yeah. good too. That'd be good too. The, the chewed up old horse come back and like we're in the sub club. It's like, God damn it! Got my punch that was, card ready. <laughs> that was the name of my sandwich gang. It's <laughs> 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 the sub club. <laughs> yeah, that's, no, that's I mean, really... the, the funny part that I thought at that point before I realized that it was funny for subs was um, his favorite food is subs, which is not a food. It's a category of food. It's like saying my favorite food is it's Italian. It's a type oh, of yeah, sandwich. It's, it's like saying my favorite food is but sandwiches. But what you put in it <laughs> like, isn't, isn't a specific it flavor. It doesn't matter what you put in it. His favorite food is just long bread. <laughs> Not even sandwiches. The bread needs to be long or it doesn't and you count. you cut it in half. That's all I care about. Yeah. All I, she has, she has a, the, cause the maid or you know cook lady. Oh, Mrs. Uh, Jones. What the her name? Miss Jones. Uh, she has a Ziploc bag full of a uh, pre-made sliced French bread. Bre- which French bread, by the way, is terrible for making subs because it's like the thickness also, of a mattress also, pad. Also, he's like, a it's fucking billionaire. You can get fresh bread if you need to in a day. You need a Ziploc bag of old he bread in the fridge. He can buy a fucking bread maker? I have a bread maker. Miss Jones is the poor. bread maker. Like, this guy's a billionaire. He can't buy a... Just... Let's move on. So... They basically get back, and he's a control freak about every element of her life. And but also, I noticed in this book more than the other ones. Uh, every time he talks to a woman, Anna is equally shitty and jealous of him. Like, look at this bitch; yeah. she's going Who for my man. She's I fucking my husband. Like, oh, this waitress is asking what he wants to eat. I'm gonna fucking stab her in the neck until she's dead. But Anastasia wore had a TGA Fridays. That's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> we should have a beer, right? Yes. Uh, let's talk about what he's doing to that puss. Is it just ruining it? Pretty close. <laughs> this is called Crusher. 
So this is a repeat for me and Nate because this is from the the, the uh, drunk guys drunk guys part you know part un not do I guess where we did um, the Alchemist and we did old Alchemist beers. That was like forever ago. Well, I bought I went to Alchemist again recently and I snagged a whole bunch and. They actually changed this a little bit, at least since Nate and I had it last time. It used to be nine percent alcohol, double IPA. Now it's only eight percent. Without having a side by side, I can't tell Rounding you much error. about it. <laughs> Probably, possibly, yeah. But this is one they make like one batch to the next. I don't know. I would imagine that they make these labels in pretty substantial bulk if they're going to can it. So I would yeah. think they consciously chose to lower it to an eight percent. I don't think that's a you mistake. You don't think they like printed out the labels after the batch was done i don't think they print them out at their place but i mean like they had them printed and sent possibly but with the way ipas work like the, the turnaround is really brief you know i mean if you're if you're a place where you can like mass produce these things you can get that turnaround pretty pretty quickly that's probably true it's not like you need to wait a week for labels that's you're right but i think they just they just downscaled I think that's what happened. They downsized that beer from a 9% to an 8%. Maybe that was more popular. Maybe that was more... I can't imagine that would make any difference at all. Maybe it made a difference. Maybe, maybe it's it cheaper. Made, maybe it made no difference on the p- taste, but as Nate's saying, it made more difference on the bottom end. You know, like we could save whatever it is per batch. So this is their double percent. There's a little story. We read the story on The Alchemist, but basically it's, you know, Jesus. they said, oh, you won the awards of Frank Sinatra? You want, did you say you want some more? Well, here's some more. And they made the hoppier beer they could. Definitely hoppy. It's bitter as fuck. Yeah, what's was interesting is Alchemist is associated with the New England style thing. I think they just happened to be in New England. But I don't think we ever had like a. They never, uh, the ones before had, they started doing those, they did more regular IPAs. I feel like the ones guess. we've had that yeah. I remember, they were never New England style. Of Alchemist or? Yeah. I've never had any Alchemist besides the ones we had on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, the ones I've only had here, I don't remember them being New England style. They were like old IPAs. Well, like Heady Topper. We have some of them right here. We're going to have them later. We have them. We have two more for the podcast today. Yeah. But they, I think they helped tilt the balance, uh, not the balance, but like the the project, you know, the path of the IPA. Spectrum. And as it was pointed out to me by a beer dude uh, at Finback, a guy who works there, you know, I was saying, like, I think they kind of, sh- we were shit-talking alchemists with him. Say, well, hey, you're holding a four-pack of 16-ounce of, uh, cans, right? That's only because of Alchemist. Like, they're the, bar- the brand that really made that, the standard for craft beer. Okay. Huh. So that was an interesting thing to learn. Hey, I could have been totally making that up. I don't know. It's possible. But I believe it. It's equally possible as it is not possible. I think this is a fine double IPA, but it does remind me of a very, it is very, very bitter, and it reminds me of the way IPAs were in the past. If someone said, this is a New England IPA, I'd call them a liar. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say this is... It's it's an IPA from New England is really it's not a New England IPA totally. All right, so Christian and Anastasia are fighting and fucking because constantly all they do is, uh, is he uh, so at he one harasses point, her until she feels bad. At one point, uh, Christian has to go away for a night. He goes to New York, I think, and, York, and, yeah. and 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 uh, Anastasia is going to have a beer, uh, not a beer, not yeah, a beer, well, a drink a with. Drink. Kate, but he's like, just just go back to the apartment. 
just just well, go to, uh, he's, drink there. He's and he's like, no, we're mad go. paranoid. Yeah, he is. Well, he's a control freak. And anyway, and she I mean, knows, I, I guess I guess if I had if I had to give him the benefit of the doubt, someone is trying to kill them. That is true. And he yeah. is like, hey, someone's trying to kill you. But he doesn't tell bitch. her. But, he but anyway, security detail. But with her. you know, when she says, no, it'll be fine. We'll just have one drink first that, at, the, at the place. And then they anticipate, like, well, that was the dumbest decision. Like, you knew he was like, that is just going to get him so angry. Like, come on. You could see that coming from a million miles away. Well, that's also because she's not allowed to do anything he does not be there for. Yeah, he's going to. Yeah. He's got to be in the room, watching her, jacking off on her feet or something. <laughs> <laughs> so then, um, of but course, then she goes to the bar, and she has a bunch of daiquiris, and she has way more than one. And the so she has four. Yeah, she's hammer drunk. Somehow, you know, she's a twenty-two-year-old. I guess, and she, she never drank really. Before she was in she the lamest him. sorority at her college. Was she in a sorority even? I don't know, but like, which college? Do you, she I mean, was basically a virgin who never drank before the first if, book. I mean, if you're like Brigham, Brigham Young, you don't she drink. She was not at Brigham Young. <laughs> like, well, where she she was at like Portland University or some shit. I they just know. drank kombucha. <laughs> and they ate organic lentils. <laughs> and participated in white, white power riots. <laughs> <laughs> a very interesting combination of Organic of white power riots, yeah. White yeah, locally protests. sourced white power. <laughs> No, no, uh, far away white power. Did you notice about this book? It seemed like E.L. James bought a thesaurus, but didn't really know how to use it. Still just used fired up. Oh, she used it. But like, there are so many passages I highlighted where I was like, that's not the right word. <laughs> For example, <laughs> like, leaving my, be- my breasts bereft. He runs his hands down my stomach. <laughs> That's not what fucking bereft means. Bereft you don't know that. Like your husband died. Then you're bereft. You know, like, your breasts aren't bereft because you're not wearing a shirt. That was one. Like, that's fucking ridiculous. Is that, is that when... Oh, uh, here's another great passage of shithole writing. It's about her shithole. Christian... Oh, we're going to talk about her shithole. Do we have a beer with that? Christian, <laughs> Christian glances at him, then accelerates again. And we shoot forward, whipping over the top of the water like an expertly tossed pebble. (laughs) (laughs) That's like a third grader wrote that. That's trash. He was as tall as a six foot tree. (laughs) That's the yeah. One of those famous like a kid wrote this in a you know in a thing. Also, about a quarter of the book is just names. Like in a here's a passage where people are talking. She glances at Carrick. And Mia, oh dear, they look like they're in trouble. Anna, this is not about you. Carrick murmurs reassuringly, and please call me Carrick. Like, they just have to say their Did names. Did you also notice that a lot of the names are the same? There's Ethan and Elliot, and Mia and Gia, <laughs> and uh, there's, a oh, few, yeah. there's a few, there's a few <laughs> others where it's like... and Josue. <laughs> <laughs> there's a few where it's just... Christian and Jew. There's Anna, and there's, an, <laughs> there's Anna, and her sister is Hannah. Get the fuck, really? Her assistant is Hannah. Oh, are those are right. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Elizabeth is the uh, Mrs. Robinson, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, Elena. <laughs> oh, yeah. Elena yeah. is Mrs. Robinson. 
But all the names kind of have like a rhyming partner somewhere else in the book. Oh, here's another one I found of just terrible writing that I think was a typo that they just left because they weren't sure. (laughs) 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 It's just... It's possible. He looks so sexy and genial. I think she meant to type genital, but <laughs> she didn't know how to Doesn't spell genial it. Genial mean like nice. Genial's like yeah, like genial like friendly. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that motherfucker. I'd fuck him. He looks so friendly. Or when when she interrupts him shaving and he's like pulling my upper lip down just as he does to shave his philtrum. Which is that little divot between your top lip there? Damn, someone Wikipedia. Like <laughs> She she was. Uh, yeah. Let me show you what words I know. They say I'm a shitty writer. <laughs> I know all kinds of or, words. Or another time, she, the shit out of this book. Or like he uses the word be. He's like you beguile me. Beguile has a negative connotation. Uh, well, most of the things he says to her have a negative connotation. But like, if you say just like beguiling is like, you've charmed me, but you've also like deceived. You've deceived. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You've lied to like me. Like you conned them. <laughs> another great. Uh, Similar element of terrible writing is when she combines grossly incompatible levels of swearing. Like, <laughs> like a real, like, this is a quote, holy fucking crap. <laughs> like, he's a gosh darn cunt. Like, <laughs> why would you combine the, those two words? You're a cocksucking poopoo head. <laughs> Who just fucking says that? That's just ridiculous. <laughs> And also, why come on their how come on their honeymoon they fly to Europe in the private jet, but they fly home commercial? That doesn't make any fucking sense. It was busy for his private jet. <laughs> he owns it. Yeah, they fly home he commercial. Also owns the airline. He, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't want you to have to eat peanuts from that guy, so I bought their airline. The only That's nuts you should eat are these nuts. Oh, uh, a, <laughs> hold on. There's a passage where I literally, my comment is, this needs a D's nuts joke. Uh, <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> There's so much trash. Oh, okay. Oh, 50, maybe with time. I push the small dish of salted almonds and cashews towards him. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Quote, you're nuts, sir, I say with as straight a face as I can, trying to bring some humor to our conversation after my dark thoughts and my bikini top faux pas, faux pas, excuse me. He smirks, I'm nuts about you. <laughs> he takes an almond, his eyes sparkling with wicked humor as he enjoys my little joke. He licks his lips, drink up, we're going to bed. Like, I, that's missing a D's nuts. Yeah. That no, is, I, I remember that. I actually remember that part. Screaming for D's nuts. <laughs> that is what that needs. Except this woman who wrote it has never heard a D's nuts joke, so she can't make it. <laughs> <laughs> or, oh my God. Oh man. All right. So the plot, we have this anywhere. one. Uh, I, we talked about this before, but we didn't say about it now. It was like, you have such beautiful breasts, Anna, he groans. I'm going to fuck them one One day. day I'll fuck them. And then she thinks, what the hell does that mean? Yeah, like, <laughs> what do you think it means? Like, obviously, you're gonna make a hole in them. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, Anna, you mush them up into a dick shape and you put them in my asshole. Like, what does she think? I'm it not means? ready for that, Christian. <laughs> I remember that. I'm gonna fuck your breasts one day. <laughs> Only a serial killer says that sentence. <laughs> Those breasts but are beautiful. Also, One day I'm going to fuck them. Also, only a fucking idiot says, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's bitch, it's not 1962. People know what that means. It's not a ridiculous concept. You've had Gmail for weeks now. 
You have the internet. She learned about it on her iFuck pad. <laughs> <laughs> so they go, she goes to the bar. She gets drunk with Kate, and they discuss things girlily. And she gets back, and there's been a break-in. And it was Jack. And the, the security guy knocked him out, and the cops arrest him. And there's an investigation, and it's fucked up. And Christian runs back from New York, though it's revealed later that he did not run back from New York after the guy got arrested. He ran back from New York after Anna did not answer his phone calls after going out. Because he could just do that. I guess he, I mean, that's probably believable. Yeah. And then, you know, he's, he's, he's scared because there was a break-in. But what he says is, I want to punish you, he whispers. Really beat the shit out of you. It's like, yeah. that's kind of telling. <laughs> yeah. That's no longer a sex thing. He just wants to beat you up. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's and she's dark. like, that's fine. What does that mean? <laughs> is that what you want? Is that also like titty fucking? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm still, I'm still not getting what these mean. <laughs> and we mentioned, we skipped over the butt plug scene and the and safe who's word. going to wash them? <laughs> oh yeah, she's gonna rinse them out in the sink. Every- <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get doo doo in it. <laughs> That's where you make subs. <laughs> Every time she goes into the uh, the red room of pain, she, it smells like turpentine and pledge. <laughs> yeah, dude, because you gotta wipe the fucking shit and jizz off of it. What do you want poop, it to smell poop like? Everywhere. <laughs> You've been with me for three months. It's a dirty, dirty asshole and cunt all over everything. What you do you better, think they you wash not, it with? Purell? Better not pee. Oh, that's because it makes you come harder. Yeah, because really your bladder hard. swells and like touches your fucking vagina from it, the inside. It's like you know. get DP'd with your dick, my dick, and your bladder. That's <laughs> <laughs> basically it. So he's yeah, he's very pissed off, and uh, this is this is one question I had. I know it's a nitpicky because this book is so fucking stupid. Back, dude. Like, why bother? They find the ransom note in the van he brought. That this is Jack, at the end? No, no, no. This no, is, this is like a Jack, quarter of the way Jack, through. Jack, Jack, oh, you know, he gets, he gets arrested when he, goes, he breaks in. And then they're like, yeah, he found this ransom note in the van. Like, and a, and so a he, fucking so he, mattress and horse tranquilizer yes, or something. Yes, So he broke in, went upstairs somehow through his, you know, billionaire security, was intending, intending to kidnap her, bring her back down to the van. Was he then going to get the note Go back up and leave the note, and then come back down to the van. Why did not he have the note on him? Like, oh shit, I've got the note. Pocket. I'll bring it back later. Just fuck it. Next step, I'll mail it to him. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just, I, that was you know, nitpicking. This book is not Fun. worth it. It's not worth it. But you know, it would be worth it. Yeah, another beer. This is focal banger. Because there's a lot of banging going on. And they do a lot of folking. <laughs> this is from The Alchemist. 7% alcohol IPA. One of, this is their second most famous beer. And, um, you know, legendary IPA. At one point, one of the top probably 10 IPAs in the world. In the world? Yeah, I mean, yeah. saying that, you're invariably going to be disappointed. This is an old-timey one, man. Well, I mean, like, before... The new era. It's sort of on the precipice of between the between the worlds. I don't think they changed this since last time we tried it, but here it is. Oh, fuck me. That's bitter as shit. Yeah. 
You don't. It doesn't really it's catch you until the end IPA. there. But it, it's it's good for like a, a few seconds and then it hits you. Yeah, it's good, but I don't love it's it. It's really bitter. I just I've just kind of outgrown this flavor. I think most of the world has, which is why they don't really do this anymore. Well, lots of people still do. Every day, or at least every every weekend, people line up outside of this brewery to get beer before they even open. Uh, yeah. This isn't like a special thing. It's every it, they have it fucking pretty much every day. People I mean, if, yeah, I'm sure there's people who like this. I, I don't know. I mean, I never did to begin with. So if you liked it to begin with, sure, cool. But this is this this shit like this is why I never drank IPAs, which is why it took me a while to get used to like the concept of ordering an IPA at a bar, which is not a thing I would ever would have done like you know seven years ago. Yeah, I think it's fine. I'm not offended by it. I'm just not. I'm not impressed by it. No, I mean, I'm not, I'm not offended. It's, it's just different. It's a different thing than what I'm into. But many people are into it. And, you know, give them that. But, you know, they're, they're wrong. So they get back home. They fight a lot. They spend most of the book fighting. Yeah, it's really... And it's emailing each other as though they were texting. Uh-huh. Like, they've never fucking heard of text messaging. But they, you know, you got to use your BlackBerry, which I guess an email is text... Same thing. I don't really know. Uh, so they do a lot of punishing sex because she did something stupid and he is a, psych- a sociopath. And at some point, he's uh, holding out on her. He's like vibrating her her puss, but he won't let her let, won't let her come at all. And she uses the safe word, and he gets very very upset. Safe word being popsicle. It was red in that scene. It was red in that scene. Even though early in the book, she, it. early in the book, she said popsicle. It was a safe word, and he's like, okay, that's funny. And then she <laughs> uses red, because it was red in like one of the older books, and he's like, oh, that's a safe word. So you're right. It's a continuity error, because E.L. James is a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, he, she uses a safe word, and he gets upset, even though it's exactly what she's supposed to do. Yeah. yeah. That's the one thing the safe word is for, is like, please stop this. I don't want to do this. And he's like, you dirty bitch. Why don't I'm you trying to me? torture you. Why don't you just accept it? And then she talks to me I'm very rich. And my fucking cock is enormous. <laughs> Sometimes I put public notices up on it and <laughs> sit in the public in the town square <laughs> so people, people can see the offense. Redwoods are based on me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he gets all upset. And she explains to him, and by the way, the iPhone was out for five years when this fucking book came out. Yeah, but Why takes, are they still using Blackberry? It's true. Because he's a billionaire. He's a billionaire. And that's what... A fucking communications. That's Why doesn't right. he have an up-to-date phone? Business people use Blackberries. No, they don't. So they can email with tiny fingers. Right, those tiny little, like, oh my but God. But don't forget, the book takes place only three weeks after the first book. Three months. When the iPhone... Three had weeks would be crazy. Either man. not come out at all or only just come out. Yeah. So it's still in that time frame. Because, you know, that was important. That yeah. kind of continuity was yeah. really important. She still fired up her email programs. Oh, sure, yeah. Though they, uh, honestly, I think they only said fired up once in this book. It's at least once. I remember noticing I because fired they, up the old, you know. Yeah, her old, her old MacBook from the year, from the month ago when she got it in the last book. Also, uh, I did notice one. I didn't, it's not really I noticed it, but it, it's kind of funny because it's very basic in this. 
all of the main characters are banging each other. Oh, yeah. Like, she is with Christian. Her best friend is with Christian's brother. And Christian's sister is banging her friend or Kate's brother. Is that right? I don't even remember. Kate's brother, whatever the fuck useless character they are, because the sister is also useless. Mia. uh, Kate's brother, whatever the fuck, is banging Mia. So it's like sets of siblings just banging each other in groups. It's weirdly incestuous when you point that out. Well, she can't invent a third character that's not related to someone. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> but Jose not has like to get cock blocked. Jose, Jose gets nothing. This whole series. Yeah, he gets nothing. He gets. I'm sorry, does he get nada? He gets nada. <laughs> so other stupid useless things that happen in the plot is that partway through... Uh, her father, Anastasia's father, is in a car accident, and then there's a long yeah. Thing. Oh, right. The, the middle, yeah. the middle three fifths of the book is him getting in a car accident and them waiting in the hospital for him. And in the yeah. end, it has nothing to do with the plot. It meant it yeah. was just it's just a vehicle filler. to get them to all be stuck. It's in just one place. they have to all go to Portland again and go to more white rights rallies. But also the whole time, they've been designing their house. Yes, and he's for, with, for like the few weeks they're back there. They bought the house, if you remember from book two. This is the most beautiful house. We'll tear it down to the ground and build something ecologically friendly. And their plan, they, they get this designer. So yeah, I, he's a very liberal psychopath billionaire. Yes. He's very granola. Like, uh, we have to be... You have to save conflict-free tuna only, but he gets, these diamonds are only mint, are only mined by fair trade children. But uh, then, but then the the, the woman Gia Della Bada Juzi Del Gucci, whatever her Gia, real name is, Gia Tina Hands Meatballs Fumanachi. Yeah, Fumunda. <laughs> she comes out and says, "I have this plan," and then and then Anastasia, because she's so smart, says. I don't want to tear down that whole wall and replace it with glass. That will hurt the aesthetic of the house. I want it to be more organic. Yeah, organic is the number one word for people who don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, like, I want it to feel organic. Like, yeah, you want it to look like it was always there. Okay. So it's so it's carbon based. <laughs> yeah. I want a carbon based house. Yes, I yeah. want it to be Han Solo's frozen in rock <laughs> the whole way across. <laughs> but. But that would be pretty cool. <laughs> How about instead we just have a deck outside? That sounds great. What Equally, kind of fucking designers as are these long people? As, as long as it's a locally sourced deck. And Anastasia, as as I want you to suck my deck. Oh, later on when she says, "I'm," she tells him, I'm going to fuck you with my mouth. I have a beer for that. I have a beer for that. <laughs> Let's have that beer. Let's oh, it's right it. here. It's called Heady Topper. <laughs> <laughs> It's such a fucking stupid... Li- what does that... I mean, I guess I know what it means, but who says that? Yeah. So this is Hetty Topper. This is... A legendary. Alchemist's most famous beer. This is, like... The entire uh, economy of Stowe, Vermont is based off <laughs> of, of this beer. Vermont. If you go to... If you go to I, went, I went there again. I've been there twice now. Already booked the trip for the next fall. Really like it there. It's a great place. You go to these places and every little craft thing, because it's a like very like old, you know, timey kind of you know town where there's here's a guy with artisanal aware, yes. cheese and all you know shit. Like Nate lived in this kind of place, <laughs> I, I imagine. And now come here, here's our heady topper cheddar. It's, like it's called cheddy topper. 
here's our heady topper varnished barn wood. <laughs> like everything is heady topper. It's it's a it's an IPA. It's a better than average IPA for sure. Yeah, it's it's bitter. It's still bitter as shit. It's not as bitter as the last one, but yeah, I the concept of this was the best IPA in the world at some point is so far beyond me. I can't understand it. Well, it's just saying the, war, the IPAs must have really sucked back then compared to now because I yeah, would not. Yeah, no, I, I just, yeah, it's, 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 the concept is beyond me at this point. I'm not a huge, I'm a huge fan, not a huge fan. So when I went this most recent time, instead of spending $500 and buying the maximum amount of cans I could, I bought a case or I bought three cases of like five, cumulative five cases of six different beers. So to try a bunch, a couple four packs of each, basically. And I still haven't finished them all. I really don't want to drink any more of those. I'm done with that shit. You're still going back next year. I'm going back to the area because it's a nice place to go for a weekend. Okay. But I actually have no interest. How far away is it? Stowe is like a six-hour drive from here. But I have no interest in going back to fucking Alchemist. I've had a bunch of them with you guys, and I have not had anything that made it seem worth it to me. But this is, you know, not, my, the name. not my scene. It's, I don't think it's anybody's I mean, scene anymore, if, frankly. If, if, like, if you're a guy who's into, or a lady, who is into this kind of IPA, I'm sure you feel, like, left out these days. I don't know. I think you still find plenty of old-school IPAs. Like, the bigger brands, Samuel Adams, The bigger Adams brands are Dolphish still Head, making them. Yeah, yeah Stone, but, you, but, like, but like, all the new shit by, like, new and interesting smaller breweries, you, there's nothing for you. True, but those places are very, very local. You have to almost go to the place itself to get Okay, those. so a person who's into old school IPAs on the East Coast. You can't find Stone or Arrogant Bastard? I'm saying if you want to like try all these new, like, oh, what's this new thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. And you get like a thousand IPAs and none of them are what you're looking for. Yeah, you, there's nothing... Well, it's probably a little disheartening. There's nothing new for you. But there is also a bit of the curse of the constant new product that you're 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 always... That's cool. Let me try the next one. It's kind of what this whole podcast is based on. You know, you, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. You certainly. try it and you're like, that's great. I like that. And then, oh, there's another thing over there. We'll try that next. Whereas, you know, it, if, you, if you're really into something, you've made up your mind, it makes it a lot easier in some ways. It's like those old fuckers who only drink like Miller High Life. In well, some ways, they're dead inside. Their lives are sad, but settled. Yes. All right, so then a whole lot of dumb shit happens where there's a lot of, like, really not veiled foreshadowing that Christian and Jack Hyde have some sort of relationship. Well, they, 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 go, out, uh, they go out partying at some point. Oh, they go to Aspen. They go to Aspen. Aspen. And, and they, they the go out clubbing. giant tries to dance with her. And also, oh, but um, Elliot, the brother, proposes to Kate... And she says yes because everyone gets married within three months in this book. And even though he's not a billionaire, and according to Christian, he's fucked half of Seattle. Well, Kate will still hit that because he's really nice. Well, Kate says, at first I thought it was just great sex, but now I know it's great sex. And now that I've been with him for several months, I will marry him. Yes, and then uh, they go out and they get a lot of Cristal. Because that's obviously the only kind of champagne that E.L. James has ever heard about. She heard, she heard ignition. Yeah, <laughs> Cristal Poppin and the Stretch Navigator. 
<laughs> that is the remix. <laughs> oh, the, the remix, remix, sir. The remix addition <laughs> to the song about pissing. But she... And or, and they also drink... Is it... I don't even... I mean, is it Bollinger? Bolling champagne? They mention that a bunch of times. I don't know. Which is like $60 a bottle of champagne. Yeah, it's not billionaire champagne. I don't know how much Crystal. And Christian costs. always picks up the tab, and everybody's like, "No, don't do it." It's like money is literally meaningless to me. You have no idea. I could, I could end this country if I wanted to. Yeah, he's like, "I'll get lunch," and they're like, oh, 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 "Okay." Yeah, they're, 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 they 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 protest too much. And uh, Anna, as a strong, independent woman, uh, is out there dancing. And he's like for just, like a second, and, and yeah, then the guy fills her up, and they he punches, they both punch him in the face, and then they're dancing, and she just feels so good because Christian has just given her the confidence to stop reading and just dance like no one's watching. Because she wasted so much time, she said, "I wasted so much time doing stuff like reading when I could have been out here just dancing in clubs." It's like okay, yeah, yeah that's hoochie. That's telling. She's not even a hoochie. She's just stupid. But she put on the outfit that even he was like, I don't want you out of the house in that dress. No, he was like, I'm uncomfortable with it, but you look hot, so I'll ejaculate on your thighs while you're at the bar. Well, yeah, you bought the Manolos, which are, you know, $1,000 fucking high heels. Yeah. And that dress, which is basically a napkin tied around your tetes. Yeah. But, you know, they do that ass pen shit because he wanted, she wanted in the, um, in the, in the auction at the end of the last book, which was only like a month before this. Uh, but I guess I don't really get it because it was at his house. So maybe he put it up for auction, so I don't really understand how that works. But it was her money. Yeah, it was really dumb. But it wasn't her money because he paid for everything because he pays for everything now. And, uh, you know, long story short, they go back and blah, 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 and everything is stupid. Well, and b- this, but first, the- you're skipping over the parts where they bang Everywhere. Oh, they bang every 10 pages. Uh, his enormous penis ejaculates in her like with the force of a thousand suns or 10,000 suns, would you say? Uh, either way, he's banging her like a Spartan war drum. 5,000. Okay, middle ground, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's with his cock with a head the size of a bobblehead doll. It's basically like, when you're, it's like when, you're, uh, when you're cooking oatmeal and it boils over and it's really frothy and sticky and you'll never be clean again, but it's everywhere. <laughs> but that just, it just, it, it just erupts. <laughs> it erupts from her because of his giant redwood dick. It's a scrotum pole. Yeah. Uh, and that happens, rise that happens every 10 pages. Uh, he basically makes a bowl of pudding inside of her. And that's, yeah, that happens constantly. Whether or not it really fits in with the plot. <laughs> Tapioca. Like they get, into, they get into a car chase with a stalker and they pull into a public parking lot and he's like, you did really good driving. We better fuck now. I was like, in a parking lot? Okay. And then they ruin the seats of his Audi with his enormous amount of jism <laughs> and her being wetter than a slip and slide at uh, Slicks Flags. It's, it's, it's evident because, you know, they've taken precautions and he's gotten her these shots so she's not going to get pregnant. So they're not using condoms. So he's, he's ejaculating full force into her. So it's per- where is that come going? She it, never cleans it up. It does ever. not absorb she into never. her uterus. It has to fall back out. That's physics. I think E.L. James doesn't understand that. Does element. not know that. Does, so they ruin the sh- the cl- all the seats they're in, in all the public places they're in, 
there's a there's a scene in which his former subs Layla, the girl who gave a bath to and fingers sex, while he's uh, going sex out golem, with right? sex golem. Yes, sex golem. She was like, ah, my precious, my precious penis hole. <laughs> and they pink me. And they they show up at her office, one room, like, more, hey, more. Just, I just wanted to like see how you're doing and all that shit, and you know, wanted to know who locked that puss down and. He- and <laughs> he's been paying for me to go to art school. Yeah. Because that's a good investment. Yeah. And uh, she shows <laughs> And then he shows up and he's... I thought he was good he, at business. He's violently <laughs> angry. And uh, they're like, he's kind of intense. And he shows up and they're, he's yelling at uh, Anna and he's like, you stupid bitch. What the fuck is wrong with you? How you let them in here? And they're just like, yeah, that's the Christian I remember. And they leave. That was kind of telling. Yeah. I thought that was just like, oh, so he's abusive and everyone knows it, but Anna and the reader of these books. <laughs> <laughs> well, her inner goddess is distracted reading volume three of the complete works of Charles Dickens. Yes. Or her subconscious. Her inner goddess is still reading Janice Dickinson or whatever the fuck. Uh, Vicky, uh, Jan, uh, Jackie Collins. Jackie Collins. Janice Dickinson but is that there's also lady a part with, the, with the cheese. When she chews out the um, home designer bitch. For eyeing her, eye fucking her man. Yeah, but like Gia, also, Gia, who's got bigger main tits partner in of Mia. She's got the big titties hanging out of her shirt, and she's all you know, like put together in a hot rich girl way. So, uh, long story short, uh, because this book is an ass trash book, uh, <laughs> Jack Hyde. The gist gets of it out of prison, but before he gets out of prison, oh god, we Anna guys. gets Anna gets pregnant. Oh yeah, because he's been right. fucking her raw. Because he's been fucking her raw and. He won't, you know, they were away for weeks and they gave all this business and she forgets to take her shot again. And he's very upset. Which Meanwhile, was, this which has funny. not been mentioned since the first book. Well, it's because the first book yeah, was, was like no two months he, ago. He insisted on the first book, but it's like, if you're going to write a fucking book, at least do a little bit of foreshadowing about no, this really important plot There point. was a it's, little bit of foreshadowing. It's about, because like, he was just so in love. He was just so in love with her. He forgot to check up on her. It was one thing he was supposed to do. And, you know, even though he uh, monitors her every movement and has her security follower and knows where she is every minute of her day, he never thinks to check on whether she's tired of shot again. And so she gets, yeah, he's anyway, she gets pregnant out. He's and like, oh. she goes to have an ultrasound. And I thought I like this part. She describes the ultrasound machine as a high-tech stack of computers. I bet you can get all the Gmail on those. It's like, what? <laughs> have you ever seen an ultrasound? Like, I have, and I'm a dude. It's not that it's impressive not a, of a machine, It's not actually. a stack of computers in any way. It's, I, I, I have seen it actually quite recently. Maybe, maybe things have improved in the six years. But when my wife was pregnant... So a lot of ultrasound machines. It's like a TV on a cart. It looks like the thing your teacher brought into your classroom on movie day. It's, it's the AV squad. Years ago. It's the AV squad <laughs> cart. It's not like what is this? You know, this server stack. No, no. no. But El James uh, is obviously never seen one because she will die alone. <laughs> and you know, she's all ups- uh, Anna's all upset, and she's upset at her, her assistant, Hannah. Anna and Hannah, of course. Of course. And she's like, did you, did you tell me to, did you cancel all my appointments for my, you know, vagina doctor? And she's like, you told me to cancel all your appointments because you had to do stuff. It's like, well, yeah, but like, 
uh, I don't look at my calendar. I don't know what appointments are. It's like, well, you told her to cancel your appointments, motherfucker. She only does what she's told. That's how assistants work. Yeah, but, you Dumb know. Idiot. So she's pregnant, and, and he's all like, sad. you're going to like that baby more than me because it's a boy. I could tell because when I shot that load in you, it was definitely man jizz, not girl jizz. So you're going to have a boy, and you're going to like it more, and then you're going to become a crack whore. And he basically is all like projecting his shit onto her. Yeah. No, he, re- he really opens up in this one. You know, I'll, I'll give him credit for that. He opens up. He's, he's grown as a man. Well, she also opens up a little bit. But Speaking mostly, of opening but, up. Let's open to this last beer here, though. This the last one? Thank fucking God, yes. We get to end this soon. There's so much more. Plot. I know I joked at one point about us doing the other ones, but really, we can never do that. There's no point. They're probably it's they're, just, it's they're the worse. Same, it's the same book. They're it's worse. Just, it's just the same book, just a but money worse. grab. It's the it's the same book, but lobotomized. So this is luscious. It's a British style imperial stout. British style, two percent alcohol. All from, also from Alchemist. Does that mean it exploits all the beers around it? Colonize the rest of the beers while we were talking. This so this pretty is pretty nice. This is yeah. pretty sweet. This is very good. It's not the sweetest of sweet. It's not as good as we've had, but money stout, this though. is oh, still that's very nice. Head, right? I'm gonna hurt myself with this one. Yeah, that big ass money style hurt you. I'll fuck you up. This is fine. Alchemist is not known for its stouts, so I was really excited to get this. This is an Alchemist one, one too? Yeah. yeah, this is Alchemist. This is definitely the best Alchemist beer I've ever had. I agree. Hands down. I agree. It's not even like a close competition. Yeah, it's very good. It's, they, I don't even know they fucking made stouts. We had one a while ago. I think it was in War and Peace. We did one. Like Beelzebub. Oh, fuck. I have no idea. They were, that was a shit but, show. Uh, this, uh, this, is, this is great. This is a great stout. It's not like a stunt stout, and it's not like a cookie one or a pastry one. It's just a classic kind of stout. It's wonderful. I would take this over Heady Topper, Vocal Banger, any fucking day. Yeah, definitely. All right, so we're out of beers. Plow through the varsity of this book. So like you plow through a fucking last, sub. So they fight a lot about, you know, after she about reasonable she's things. pregnant. And then, but he like completely is so angry that she got pregnant. They're married. Uh, uh, <laughs> and you're like, what did you expect was going to happen? I've uh, only known you three months. You nutted anyway, me every 15 minutes. <laughs> after so, they're fighting about that for a long time. And then the really stupid part happens, which is the, the action saying a movie. Lot. The Jesus action Christ. movie part at the end where she gets a call from Jack Hyde, who's somehow out of prison and says, I've kidnapped. Hey, he got bailed out. Yeah. I, he's, <laughs> I kidnapped. Mia, if you don't bring me $2 million, $5 million million in the next hour, I'm going to kill Mia. Uh, He gives her two hours. Two hours. And if you unreasonable. And if you tell anyone or call the police, I will kill her. So she. And she's like, Gia? like, no, Mia. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, everyone's name is the same. I'm Anna. Uh, (laughs) Oh, sorry, I meant to call Hannah. Just Uh, pass that along to her, will you? You can kill Gia. I don't like her. I fucked my husband. And I, sh- I shamed, I slut shamed her over her blueprints. Uh, anyway, so she goes. So Anna goes to the bank and says, "I need to withdraw five million dollars." As if banks have five million dollars in cash. Oh, lying this around. bank said, "Luckily, we're the cash repository for everything on the West Coast," which is yeah, convenient. <laughs> uh, a- anyway, this is bank like in Seattle suppository because it's butt stuff. <laughs> <This is> terrible. <laughs> 
Uh, it, anyway, so the uh, uh, bank event, Christian, you know, figures out that she's there. Or well, finds the bank, out. the bank Even snitches though, her out. The, the bank, yeah, definitely calls him, and he calls well, her. It's, it's like, like it's his name on the, all their accounts. Yeah. So it's like, hey, your wife's here trying to get out of a shitload of money. Is like. What and is she he calls. Wearing? He calls. Talks to her. <laughs> she looks hot. Talks to her, her and says, her "Like, uh, are you leaving me?" And she has to say yes, even though she, you know, has to. She lie has to, to lie because so otherwise, like, yes. you know, she'd you have know. to tell the truth. He, he's <laughs> like, "Was it only about the money?" Yes, I love money. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> uh, and anyway, I'm gonna tell somehow, you like Wu told me. Somehow gets the money. Drives away. She gets it in a suitcase. Brings it to the meeting spot. Oh no! Spot she she, and, like, she uh, gets into somebody. she gets into a she gets into a cab. It's waiting a, a car is waiting outside, and it's shock Elizabeth from the office. Who I thought, who the fuck is Elizabeth from the office? <laughs> did Did you guys no. know who that was? It was no. the, that her assistant who was mentioned one time or something. No, that was in Hannah. The last book. Oh yeah, she was like from the last book. I was like, was I supposed to remember who this is? This is not an important <laughs> character. It's like she's wearing a hat. It's Elizabeth. Like, ooh, I feel like I'm supposed to know who this is. <laughs> <laughs> and Elizabeth drives her to the thing, and she gets into a fight, and she has the gun from Christian's office, and she, you know, she's getting kicked in the baby maker by Jack, who's like, it could have been my money, and she's like, I'm being cryptic, so we can explain this later. And then she shoots him in the thigh. And everyone, all the cops show up at that point, and they arrest him, and it's over. Because. But he got bailed out of jail by. Uh, he got bailed out of jail by uh, Mrs. Mrs. Robinson's, Robinson's husband, husband, who, in an, an elaborate Rube Goldberg like device of <laughs> revenge, was like, if I bail out this guy, he will go and kidnap someone related to the guy my wife used to bang 20 years ago and was still interested slightly, maybe. Yeah, that's the plot. That's, that's what it was. That's yeah. was That was his plan. I mean, to his credit, it worked. Well, he also <laughs> beat the shit out of his wife and divorced her. Because she banged someone else decades oh, yeah. ago. Yeah, or or uh, a decade and a half because Christian's still quite young. And yeah. she was a kid fucker. Oh, yeah. It's, it's wrong. Yeah. Were they together when she was fucking the kid? Maybe, maybe she, they were together when she was fucking the kid. Because I think I think I think it might have been that. Yeah. Okay. It and was it was still a very oh, elaborate oh, plan because that's why she didn't report on report him to the police because he because she felt guilty about cheating on him and you know all the women in these books are helpless and stupid and they can't uh, fucking so walk are and the chew men. gum. So are well, the men. Every character is just <laughs> lobotomized. But she's like, oh, he beat the fucking dick out of me. I did cheat on him 10 years ago. With that's okay. I guess we're square now. Yeah. I think that's the thinking of the characters. And he's got, a, he's got an elaborate revenge scheme planned. And <laughs> it's, just, it's extremely elaborate. And it's so, like domino rally. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, maybe things will work out. And they kind of do. It's a fucking mousetrap. <laughs> and so they arrest Jack again for the 11th time in this book series. Uh, and this, was, you know what? This is my memory never mattered, man. That was my biggest, the biggest letdown of this book. Despite every sentence being a letdown, my biggest <laughs> letdown was they made such a big fucking deal about his damn photographic memory. He worked his way out of a ghetto, and he went no, to I guess, Princeton. Uh, the only and he had thing a I could justify memory. was that they discovered that he had shared a foster parents with Christian when for like two months when they were kids. But that's not how photographic memories work. 
He just no. saw another kid there. I, I don't know. I was so disappointed. I was really hoping that footage of him would like come in again because I had nothing else to hope for with this book. Like he'd remember what it says on some obscure documents he read yeah. years ago. It was just That's like what a photographic memory he would was be. Just if a douchebag. It it's it's like being a, he was like a douchebag, and he was a super taster. Like okay, that's <laughs> it's kind of irrelevant, but thanks for mentioning it. I just, <laughs> There's definitely coriander in this, and he was like uh, this dish and that he is was, best served cold. Revenge, and, and he was an eagle scout. Like all right, I mean. <laughs> I'm mean, like, where are we going with this? <laughs> so they never mentioned the photograph. Yeah, he memory. was a master sommelier. <laughs> he was too poor to be a sommelier. He always knew which kind of wine went with ham. <laughs> <laughs> Just ham, though. He never got the other meats right. He only knew ham. And then, at the end of the book... Oh, there's a whole epilogue. Ep- oh, there's a whole epilogue. And then there's the beginning of the other books. Although that's just like a preview of Don't even look preview at those. Of those the other so we, books. Did, we left out a very important line that I wrote down. <laughs> uh, very important. Where, skim through, see where I, it's, either in the, it's either in the epilogue or like right before the epilogue where they're fucking again, of course. And Anne is telling him what to do. And he says, hey, you're topping from the bottom. <laughs> so in the end, this whole trilogy was about being a power bottom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There is a point when, after after the whole thing, and then in the very end, where Anna says, "Oh, maybe we should go back to the playroom sometime." And that's how it ends. Yeah, yeah. And they go in there, and he fucks a his pregnant mother, uh, mother of his child. Let me paddle you. But in the epilogue, they have a bunch of they have two kids, and they are living in a happy house that they built with a nice deck built by Gia Fibonacci. And <laughs> each room is the sum of the previous two rooms. <laughs> it's a very mathematical house. And they're like, he's finally happy. And he talks about his mother and he, I don't, I don't know. It was stupid because the whole book was stupid. And, you know, he just, the got trilogy o- was stupid. He got over his crippling abusive childhood and his, basically sociopathic personality because she had a nice rack. I don't really get it. And that was the end. I, I just want to point out basically some of the other funny, funny lines I, I circled. There were a lot. It was, it, like, it was impossible to write every, was, shitty, every shitty line down. So I really like this whole one. Book. Because the whole thing is clearly the fantasy of this author who is like a middle-aged woman who's never even been kissed. Uh, there's a point where... They're talking. I don't remember the context anymore. It doesn't matter. They're probably fucking or about to fuck, or they just fucked. And <laughs> that was most of the book. Oh yeah, that's true. It's not really <laughs> but it's just I like. Oh, you know what? Uh, hold on. I like defying you. I test the waters. I know, and it makes me so happy. Oh, thanks heavens. Even though I'm fat, I whisper. He laughs. Even though you're fat. <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing where they talked about how she had gained weight. Because you were thin before, it was a, a, like, man. As a, my wife is a is is not. Oh man, my wife is a beautiful woman who doesn't listen to this podcast, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but she really, she's not fat. But if I make the wrong <laughs> fucking shred of a comment, the shadows whisper of a comment. Like like a couple of weeks ago, she's like, "Do you think I need to wash my hair today?" I was like, "That's probably fine." He's like, "What do you mean fine?" I was like, "It's probably fine." No, no. Yeah, it's it's hair. 
fine. And like, oh, fuck, that wasn't the right word. I had to say great. Yeah, that's because you're not a billionaire. It's true. I'm a hundredaire. <laughs> I have dozens of dollars. Dozens. One, ones and ones. <laughs> I'm going to make a drizzle on you, bitch. Um, it, they, it's, a, it's ridiculous that a man could be like, yes, baby, even though you're fat. She's like, oh, you're so sweet. Get the fucking she couldn't, fuck out of here. She couldn't have gotten that fat. They haven't been together that long. Oh, so they haven't been together long enough for her to get fat. You can't get that fat. Even though, assume from day one, she started eating nothing but bacon <laughs> and ice cream. She still couldn't be that. She still couldn't be that fat. Also, uh, some other funny lines that I marked down when she's talking about the buck, butt plug. <laughs> she goes, I take the bowl with the butt plug. Into the bathroom, I hide it suspiciously. It looks innocuous enough and surprisingly clean. <laughs> there's barely any doo-doo on it. <laughs> uh, there's also just a whole lot of... I mentioned her, her boner for the, the thesaurus, like the words that she doesn't know, fucking know what she's talking about. When she refers to, he kisses the apex of my thighs. Thighs are fucking straight. There is no apex. <laughs> I think the well, apex, kind of of, apex of her thighs is her vagina. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's not your thigh. That's your fucking box. No, and it's her apex predator. It's, and it's, it's your sex. It's hungry for dick. That's ridiculous. That's fucking ridiculous. And there's another part where they talk about watching TV, and he's like, "Let's watch the X Files." <laughs> She's like, "That's before my time." And there's a whole page about this. Like, you know what? Why he's, is this he's here? only like five years older than her. He's like twenty eight. And she's 22. It's like, I don't know. The X-Files, I don't know about that. There's so many passages where she used, you know, my tits are bereft of a bra and shit like that, that she wants to sound smart. But then other times, his control freakery is a real thing, she says at one point. His control freakery. You couldn't use the thesaurus there. It's like a P-Funk song. Basically, uh, it's just also okay. One, one, a couple of things. Uh, there are random phrases that sound extremely British in the book, like weird expressions that we don't say in the United States. And then he came on my crumpets. <laughs> <laughs> he jizzed all over my red coat. <laughs> I could get into these just weird things. Like that sounds really like I'm gonna fuck you seven shades of Sunday. I had no written, one I had, says that. I had written that down. That's not a thing. I thought maybe I'd just forgotten some weird shit from the other books. Like, what does that mean? What the fuck is that? That means nothing. It's nonsense. But the whole fifty shades of everything meant nothing the whole time. No, it meant something because yeah, I'm fifty shades of fucked up. Enough. There was a whole passage where she's talking about his different personalities. It's like there's, you know, Control freak Christian and and a nice Christian and uh, abusive Christian and angry Christians like that's just people in different moods. <laughs> that's not different people, bitch. People what are you talking about? Like you, know. you just no one's the same every second of the day. What what are you talking about? It's not a different personality. It's not fucking schizophrenic. Everyone is so one dimensional. No, not him. He was. Sometimes he was a control freak. Sometimes he was abusive. Sometimes he was angry. Sometimes uh, he wanted to beat the shit out of her because she 
so dare to go outside. I'm not hearing any other dimensions there. Those are many dimensions. Sometimes you wanted to push the shit into her with a butt plug. Do you think there was any particular significance to her subconscious reading Charles Dickens? Because the dick was in her. Because she's getting dicked down, right? <laughs> is that what it is? Uh, I'm just... A tale of two titties. It's a tale of big titties. <laughs> they're mod- modest titties. They never say they're big. They're not. They're, they're normal-sized titties. They're reasonable. But, which, hard to fuck. <laughs> well, he said one day when he fattens her up. That's why he said Like a Christmas goose When he said like <laughs> One day I'm going to fuck them He meant like When you're fat You're gonna be old Saggers And I'm gonna wrap them Around my cock Which is the size Of a battering ram throw them over your shoulder Like a continental soldier <laughs> You're gonna look like a fire. You're basically Eeyore <laughs> In the tit department <laughs> And I'm winning Gonna poo on your chest <laughs> That's this whole book. Oh, man. Okay. So um, many do we really have more to say? There's just so many bad things. Just it's like, bad. It's There's just no examples good things. There's of no bad good writing. Oh, you know, okay, well, I will say the that last I will say, the writing. Okay, yeah. You go, you go first. Ha- you know, there's a lot of dialogue in the book, which is always hard, I imagine, as a writer to make the dialogue. Like, when you're writing it, Forget about how bad the dialogue is. Especially if you're a bad writer and both characters are trash. But the fact that afterwards he's like, blah, 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 he said, I said, 70% of the time, the word is whisper. They just fucking whisper. They're always very They're always mad. And then it's like, no, I whisper. But why? She whispers. Like... Like, they can't speak. Like, they're just always ashamed and afraid of everything. It's, it just shows how fucking shallow and stupid the whole thing is, which I guess is not a revelation at all. Yeah, no, but that's, that's just... It, I just, I just really, at a certain point, like, why are they always whispering? They have a conversation, they get mad, and then they whisper for three pages, and then they bang. And he's always slightly enraged because she dare be a person. Oh, yeah. Oh, my 50. My biggest critique of this was that the first two books were so bad that they were entertaining. Like, it was kind of funny. Like, wow, this is trash. This one was definitely longer. And also, it just, it lost any kind of, of the fun. It was just boring. It was, it was predictable. Like, there was a lot, there was a lot of trash. I wasn't predictable in the fact that you know, the entire part about Ray getting in a car accident was fully useless in terms of plot development. It was just like, okay, this is a part, and now they're, they left the city, and they went back to the city, and then things are happening again. Like, that was most of the book. Okay, that's useless. Yep. But, like, the other ones, they felt like it wasn't good, but at least it didn't waste time. It was just fuck scenes and stupid plot. This was, it was like a slog it, was it lost. It lost any sense of, I mean, the joy I got from the last ones of wow, I'm gonna have a lot of fun making fun of this. But this one was just, I, I it was worse. It was just like the, I don't, I don't think it was burned out because I only read one a year, but it was just True. it was it lost any sense of uh, how bad so bad it was funny. It was just bad. Sounds like she shot her load. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the others weren't good. They were never good. No, no. But 
But whatever mojo that was there, she left on the... Maybe, this occurred to me, maybe, <laughs> maybe it got marginally better than the other two, and it lost the so bad it's good, and just went to just bad. So bad it's bad? Yeah, it like... Like, there's the threshold where it was like, it's so like the bad, uncanny it's valley. good. Yeah. The uncanny she, valley she, of bad writing. Like, she went past <laughs> that for the other two books, and they're like, wow, this is trash. I'm enjoying Eventually, it. Eventually, it just gets this was so just, bad, it's This good. was just like, oh. This is just incompetent and shitty. Yeah. Maybe, it it was, maybe it's because it was better. She did do a little more creative stuff. You know, there's the flashback scenes and, like, the things where she's books. having a dream. She's trying to use vocabulary words. She tries to foreshadow some shit. so many good words as she did. It was definitely not bereft of bad words. <laughs> she used the word bereft a lot. My bereft nipple. <laughs> As if your nipple <laughs> lost its partner or something. No, she was talking about her bereft and her bright nipples. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It, it, was, it was... This is the hardest one to read, for sure. It was also it was way longer, I feel. Oh. Or maybe it was just more boring, so it felt longer. Just like Christian Grey is way longer. Well, I mean, you can never feel the whole thing. It's like getting your teeth pushed out. It's like uh, impaling yourself on a small mountain, and I'd rather not do that again. And I'm so well, glad we've agreed pretty pretty explicitly we're not going to do any more of these next year. We're not going to no. do the next three. It's dumb. We're going to have to find another fucking Those pile are just, of shit. They're just money grabs. There's no real author. Those ones are trash. Well, the thing, you know what? I'm sure we can. I'm sure we can find some nice Valentine's Day books. If you could think of any, there's an entire catalog of uh, nor something Danielle Steele books. Oh dear God! We could do a whole month of those, and we're not even. We could do a, a whole dent. year of those. Yeah, they're just unbelievably quantity. Let's not. Instead. Why don't you tell us what you think? Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter or Twatter at Drunk Guys BC. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Guys Book Club. And if you've listened this long, hold that climax off just a little bit longer. A little more tantric. Red. Listening. Red. Popsicle. <laughs> and uh, give us a review. Just round up to five stars. One for each foot long Christian Grey's dick is. And also, while you're doing that, check out the Hopped Up Network, a network of independent beer podcasters, and thanks for listening. <laughs>